When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Righto, welcome back in team. Just gone quarter past one and we've got the former Black Cap opener on who must be so proud of, uh, not our openers, but our top of the batting order in an incredible performance against England, beating them by nine wickets with oh, almost the session in hand. Craig Cumming, your initial reaction uh, on to that result. Welcome in. Uh, G'day, Steffi. Um, can I be honest with you? Um, I was shocked when I, I clearly didn't watch it all. Mm, not many <laughs> because, did. Uh, have a day job. Um, no, that's right. And, um, you know, I, I thought um, I had a sneak. I was watching the bowling performance and I thought, you know, yeah, a little bit like, I don't know if we were bowling really well. Matt Henry did. Mm. But, and actually, um, Satner did. And that's why he's one of the best bowlers. I mean, Satner's job at the top and coming in that power play uh, was phenomenal because um, if they had have got away on the back caps then, you, you would have been staring down the barrel of 350. But his ability to be able to hold it and then obviously pick up a wicket um, was, was crucial. Um, but then, yeah, I try to remember what the score was when I went to sleep, and I can't. But then um, when I woke up, I put right, you know, the Black Caps are probably going to be chasing 300. And uh, did they get there? How close do they get? What happened? I could not believe it when I saw that they chased. What they had to chase first and foremost, but then two, to only be one down and see if, you know, play get 150 and another one 120. Um, just, yeah, over the moon. I mean, this Black Cap side staff, they just got to, they turn up to these tournaments and for somehow, some way, um, they've just got the temperament to, to start well anyway, and that's what you need to do. That's, that's a big win and a big point together for, for the tournament. You, you talk about, like it's obvious, it's there for all to see, the, the two big hundreds by our top of the order. You rightly point out Matt Henry was phenomenal, Mitch Santner was good, but there's always something else. And the little three overs from Glenn Phillips getting a couple out there, it energised the field, it energised him as if he needed any more. Those little cameos from uh, unknown places, they really help as well. Yeah, they certainly did. And I mean, I've sort of been talking before this tournament about, you know, normally, and, and I probably didn't predict that Ferguson was going to not play. You know, I always thought we'd have to play three seamers, but they, they got stuck in uh, a position where, you know, they, they really just had to pick who was standing and, 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 and pick which option. I, I was really surprised they went without Sodi, but you can't argue it. And I always thought that, if they were to go with their stronger side and they'll still have to do it when Kane plays, they'll need some overs out of someone. And, and Glenn Phillips, I mean, he's in Otago now. Um, he's been working really hard on his bowling. And I thought, yeah, it may be a two or three, but you don't probably expect him to come in and pick up two for. Um, <laughs> you're hoping that he won't go for seven or eight and over and just take a little bit of pressure off some of the other bowlers or the, or the fifth bowler if you need it. But to see him, you know, to pick up two wickets, um, you know, you're right, it just... It just picks the energy up in the side. And the two crucial wickets, I mean, you know, Ali and I think Joe Root, I mean, that, that's they're massive wickets. And you've got to give Tom Latham real credit for his for his leadership staff. He to 
pick the right time to bring him in, but also to get him out again, um, not to try and over-bowl him. Um, you know, people will look at and go two for, you know, and only bowling three overs. She was, should have bowled. Well, no, sometimes the art of skipper and leadership is getting them in, getting them out. Mm. Um, and, yeah, you've got to give Tom Latham a real tap on the hat. And, you know, remembering Dale Mitchell could still bowl as well. So when you look at the options, um, you know, and, and by playing Rutchen, you know, clearly, I mean, I yeah, didn't see that coming either. Um, it allows them to have another bowler, a spin bowler. Um, but, you know, now there's a conversation about him playing genuinely as a batter as well. So, um, this is what we love about this black cap side, and if you look back and probably look at the preparation in the last 18 months, the, the 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 opportunities for these players over many many tours at different times, it pays dividends. But you've still got to turn up with a World Cup with having the right temperament, and um, you know they did that. And I mean, gee was it was great to wake up this morning. Rachin Ravinder, just a, a note on him. We've had a lot of questions around him. Uh, I've asked the listeners for questions. There's a ton for you, so I will get to those. But, <laughs> um, but the, the composure or the ability of Rachin Ravindra to put behind him what could only be described as a disappointing stint at the bowling crease, to be able to go out and park that and dominate with the bat, um, amazing cricket shots, that tells us a lot about his mental game. Oh, absolutely, and you know, it probably shows. I mean, he's been not not the chosen one, but a little bit of the chosen one the last couple of years. He's been given some um, opportunities and extra opportunities, probably at an early age. But what it's shown is that you know, he first went to Bangladesh and they've sort of teared his way. And he's probably, in some ways, could only be there because Michael Bracewell's not fit. But um, the thing about Rutchen, and I don't know him brilliantly as well. I, I've loved watching his development. You know, Wellington did it really, really well. Um, from a young age, they just gave him an opportunity to play, and they said, "Right, you're in the side. You're going to, you know." But he was also more a batter than a bowler, and um, has, has probably over his whole career, his number one craft has been his batting, and then his bowling has really developed um, as well, being a left arm spinner. So I dare say it was quite easy for him to come in and put the pads on, because he's about to do something that he he's genuinely done his whole life, and that's bat in the top order. It's been hard for him probably in the last 18 months batting down the order, actually, especially in test cricket and things when he's actually been an opener three most of his career. So to walk off that, yeah, he might have said, oh, I've went for a few too many runs. But now, now I'm putting the pads on. This is what you know, he probably loves doing. And, and you, you flick into that normal mindset, the, you know, the mindset of what you've always done. And um, But again, I, I certainly wouldn't have predicted for him to go out and do what he did. But... You know, to be able to, to park the bowling in some ways is probably easy for him um, because batting's always been his number one craft. Nice. Um, lots of questions about him. One from Mikey says, actually, how good can this young man get? The shots I saw were impressive and proper cricket strokes. Oh, I've been going on for ages, Steffi, and I mean, maybe people say I'm old school and boring, but the job of New Zealand cricket, we want to produce craft players. I use that word. And craft, I mean, is genuine cricket players who can play proper cricket and be able to win games and score runs by being able to score around the ground through quality cricket shots and quality decision making. And if you look at the great players around the world, they all do that. They're not stand there and batter up, swing hard and hope for the best um, and have one day out of, you know, maybe 15. But um, we want to produce craft players. I mean, you want to look at Devin Conway. Devin Conway is a player who plays with craft. And what did he strike at? 135. You know, we're talking about, and, and not being disrespectful to him as a, as a cricketer, you know, Finn Allen. But, I mean, Devin Conway's done that through just being able to hit the ball on the ground, be able to play beautiful shots. Then you've got Ravindra, 
Kane Williamson's a craft player. You know, Michael Chapman's a craft player. We've got to produce guys that can combat and have high skill. Um, you don't need to hit the ball at 30 metres back into the grandstand. Um, you've got to be able to beat fielders to the left or right and use these fast outfields. And that's what we saw last night. When you mm. go and look at the highlights, I mean, some of the shots, yeah, the sixes. But they're quality shots, Steph, and you did right. And, and that's the sort of cricketers that we want to produce. The challenge is, in the modern age, is that we've got all these T20 leagues in the world. Are you going to make a really rich living doing that? Well, Devin Conway's going pretty bloody well. I think Kane Williamson's done pretty bloody well, so I'd say yes. <laughs> uh, from Pete, please ask Craig if you would leave Rutchen at number three and put Williamson at four if he comes back. <laughs> well, I was delighted Will Young's been given an opportunity, and I know it's going to happen now um, <laughs> when Kane comes back. Um, no, no, I'd leave at the moment. Um, I, in some ways, I don't know who's going to get picked. I mean, you can't ignore what Rutchen's just done. But I, I think Daryl Mitchell's actually done really well at four. I think his 400 staff are at number four. And Kane has been brilliant at number three. So... If you're going to find a place for him, um, I wouldn't be moving Kane from where he was and I wouldn't move Daryl Mitchell from where he is. So in some ways, the question would be, would he make the size of an opener? But the good thing is, we don't have to make those decisions. And we've got a few more games. I'd say Kane might not play the next one. He might be the one after. So let's see what happens. Uh, question for Craig comes from Josh. Uh, Nisham offers very little with the ball, as proved again last night, and we already have enough all-rounders. Would he be the player to drop out, do you think, for a Lockie Ferguson or a Tim Southey when fit? Oh, they didn't play East Saudi. Um I'm right. He said he didn't play, did he? No. I'm just trying to remember. No, he didn't. No, I th- I mean, I th- but I think re- Ish had a bit of a um, bit of a niggle. So the, there was only 11 fit for selection, as, yeah, as is my and that, understanding. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> you go to a World Cup in your first game and, yeah. you know, the, the coach has got the whites on to be able to be 12th man to field sort of thing. But um, <laughs> And that's happened before. Um Oh, well, East is the one that would come in, and I don't think you need to have your batting order as deep as it was. So um, Nisham, I would say, would go, in my opinion, I would get rid of Nisham in that playing 11 Sodi. Um, the challenge becomes then also if um, Lockie Ferguson's fit. Um, I still think he, again, the conditions will suit, but he would still play. I actually think they're playing probably too, too many batters, and, and the cha- it'll have to change when Kane comes back, but that's why it's good to see Phillips get a couple of three overs, um, and also if, if Rutchen plays at the top, well then you've got more overs out of them, so they were able to get away with the team they played last night because Rutchen was batting three, and you knew you were going to get close to ten overs out of him, so the balance will definitely change when Kane comes back uh, and when each becomes available. From Dave, question for Craig. With our awesome depth in batting, how do we improve on our bowling? With Ferguson waning, and I, I will put in my own brackets, quite often injured and an unreliable carcass, uh, same as Adam Milne, um, and we need an elite spinner. I think White Ball, we've got Mitch Santner as an elite spinner. Um, just your thoughts on our, our bowling attack, both this tournament, and I know you have a lot to do in the domestic scene as well. Can you see some natural progression that we haven't seen yet? Um, I think we're bowling. Our bowling's really good. Um, you've just got to look at some of the players that have been left behind. Um, you know, you've got Demerson who's coming back from major surgery and, and probably only just missing out on this side. Uh, Mel's not going to be around much longer. Um, yeah, Ferguson's still there. So 
um, you know, you've got some um, Shipley from Canterbury, you know, O'Rourke from Canterbury who have done really well. Um, Jacob Duffy from down here. So we've got plenty of stock uh, in bowlers. We're just going to have to, at some stage, get used to not having Southie, um, Bolt, and Wagner in the red ball, which is going to be very, very different because between, you know, they've nearly got 900 test wickets. Um, but we're going to also have to be a wee bit patient because the next generation will need time to be able to find their feet. But when you think about Matt Henry, he's certainly become, you know, a leader in both forms of the game. So I think we're pretty good in, in both forms of the game. Um, I'd love to see us start playing a spinner in Red Bull, Steffi. I mean, I know we're talking about the World Cup. And to be honest, if they're going to play, especially in New Zealand conditions, if you're going to play um, a, a part-time spinner, um, then to me, Mitch Satner is good enough to do that, and he's good enough with the bat. So I, I think they're going to start looking at Satner. But I still would love to see, you know, Isodi or, or Patel being playing anyway, playing a genuine spinner. But unfortunately, our pitchers just don't really... Not that conducive to spin. Um, last question I'll, I'll put to you before we let you carry on with your day, and it comes from Adam, who's an English cricket fan, and he just says, "How important, even though it's early days, could this net run rate difference be?" Oh, no, it's funny because everyone talks about it. What happens? The more games you play, the the flatter the line becomes. Um, and at the moment, because you play one game, but you, you'll see by the end of the tournament. Um, it really becomes less and less. But to be able to make big movements is tougher. So mm. to be able to be on the positive side of it early on um, is really good. And don't ask me to explain it. It's a Duckworth-Lewis situation. But literally, it's the amount of, I think, you know, how quickly you score the runs um, and compared to your 50 overs and um, or how often or how quickly you lose. But yeah, you'll see quite a big gap at the start. And then over time, it'll shorten. Um, I presume, I'm not sure, Steffi, if they get to the end of the tournament, if someone's on the same points. Because everyone plays everyone, normally you would go then, it's right, who won that game before it becomes net run rate. But I could be wrong. Right. And most likely I'm wrong. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll see if I can find I out. mean, it's pretty tough. If, let's say New Zealand and England end up on the same points after nine games. And our run rate's different. It's, we shouldn't be talking about this, Steffi, because we're talking... I've found it. I've found it. Tiebreaker is wins, so number of wins. Second tiebreaker, net run rate. Third tiebreaker, head-to-head match result. Fourth tiebreaker, pre-tournament seeding. Oh, you're joking. There's always one weird one, isn't there? Steph, if you've played each other, how the heck can that not be more important than net run rate? Because... You play on different grounds, you play in different conditions, you play... I mean, how if we beat England, but their run rate's better than ours and we're on the same points, surely we should go ahead because we beat them, not because their run... We're opening up a real can of old wounds that's starting to hurt us again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. Let's not open Let's put the worms away until we maybe need to see them. Hey, Sid, really good to chat to you, mate. I appreciate you coming on during the workday. No, no, my pleasure, Steffi, any time. Here he is, Craig Cumming, uh, former... Black Caps opener himself. Just uh, a text just come in from the great man Dave in Black Ball. Please help, Staffinator. Heads up on the issue with no coverage. So this is the West Coast area since September 24. Okay, the, the transmitter there has been hammered by bad weather and getting to it has been hampered by the technicians actually being able to get there because of the high winds flights because they have to come from either Auckland or Wellington. They just haven't been able to get there. Um the last I heard 
was uh, actually no, the last I heard was irrelevant because they couldn't get there. So I can't give you an update. We're very aware of it. And I know, David, that you are listening on the app, so that is good. Um, and I also understand how hard it would be because you have severe, a severe tinnitus, 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 the ringing in your ears. So I do apologise, uh, my good man, but we are aware of it. Um, we've seen photos of the transmitter. It is in a sad, sad state. It's got absolutely buffeted by the weather down there. Um, and the technicians, we are trying to get them there to go and fix it. But it's not going to be an easy fix as well. It's not go up five minutes fixed broadcasting again. So our severe apologies to the people down that get their reception via the um, terrestrial. Um, and thank goodness you found the app, David. And I wish you all the very best down there in Blackpool, champion man. Right, new sport and weather.